We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are back for another episode of Stick Talk. And I got my bestie, my my B, my B, my BFF. My my why are you looking backwards? I'm trying to find out where he is. Hey man, I got my boy Nap. If you guys don't know, uh to kick this stick talk, a stick, a stick talk podcast off, uh what wh- which is sponsored by Dave Bank. Appreciate that, Dave. Hey, but real quick, we're gonna speak on that in a minute. My boy Nep and I have been doing this together for what, ten plus years now, dude? I'm more than ten years, man. Oh my god, we have this is uh, this is uh, let, let's let's be real. The last yeah. like two years or three years, it felt like we like broke up or something, doesn't it? I was gonna say, so we're like we're like brothers, right? Like I got two brothers in life. I got I got well three. I got Ray's brother. I got my actual brother Jay, and uh, and you. Like these are my brothers in life, man. Like I I go to war for these guys. But yeah. you had kids. I got yeah. married. We stream a lot. And, yeah, that's, um, that's where it went. I genuinely think that's where it went. I can't, I, dude. When I saw you and Ray, by the way. Ray, if you're watching, you look stunning on your wedding day. Congratulations. Ah. And then I saw Hey, a hey, what about and me? You look what about, right as well. Oh, you thanks, look thanks, right thanks, as well. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. Go on, go on, and, go on, go on. And, and then Castro and Peter were there. Yeah. And I just, I said to Lauren, I looked at that picture and I was just like, I'm so hurt. I'm so hurt that I couldn't go. Like, it, like I, I just really wanted to be there for you yeah. and to be there. And man, you know, Facebook, they've got me. Locked yeah, up. You are locked up, bro. Yeah. Nah, you you were supposed to be you were supposed to be a um a groomsman. You were you were meant to be in the wedding because you know that's how close we are. But we are here today to speak on many topics. Uh, I want to get into uh, talking about Dave, but before we talk about that, Nep, I want to talk to you about CR7 and his situation. I want to talk to you about the recap of FIFA 22, the new stuff in FIFA 23. I got a really important conversation here. Of whether Arteta's top eight managers in the Premier League, I wanted to see your face. Well, okay, yeah. I wanted to see your face <laughs> on the that. world. Yo, and I want to talk to you about who's going to win the Premier League. But before we do that, I must give a shout out to today's sponsor and the sponsor that's been holding us down for the last month on this TikTok. Now, listen, this is what I'm gonna do real quick. I want to read this to you guys, but you guys know my reading's not the best. Nep, do not laugh at me. My reading's not the best. All right. But I want to read it because I don't want to give you guys any misinformation. All right? So huge spot, a huge shout out uh, to Dave. Dave is a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with Easy Cash. That's more money to fill your tank, catch up on bills, and more. Uh, you can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out with no interest and no credit needed. Uh, millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app uh, to get financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and you need some extra cash, Download Dave 
and think of it as a helping hand for your future. Download Dave from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash account to get up to $500 instantly. For terms and condition, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant fees. uh, Oh, instant transfer fees. Apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Hey, man, Dave, thank you so much. Can we get a W hey. in the chat for Dave? Appreciate you, man. Hey, I read pretty good there, to be honest with you. My goodness, hey, I'm hey, a beast. A mil- million people have already downloaded. That, yeah. And he's handing out 500 to each of them. Let's go, Dave. Dave's got some peas, man. Hey, go, oh, hey, Dave, go. go on, Dave. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Dave. So where do we start, dude? Where do you, where, man, you know what? Oh, listen, for everyone watching the live, if you don't know Spotify and Apple Music, we do it live also. On 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 Twitch, I'm doing this real cool thing that with my community where now I got a Discord where people could join. And I'm gonna start bringing them into the room so they can give me their football takes, just to kind of see how like because everyone's football takes so weird. Like, who's your goat? It is difficult. It is yeah. difficult because mine's, D- mine's Dingo and, and mine's Henri, right? You see, okay, I respect it. I see where yeah. you're going. Yeah. Um, but when you ask that question, yeah, everybody knows that you're talking about either. Messi or Ronaldo. True. Right? Nobody else really comes into consideration. And it is very difficult because I love I love Ronaldo because of football manager back when he was a 17-year-old wonder kid at Sporting. Mm. I fell in love with him then mm. and followed his career throughout. Mm. And then, obviously, Messi. I love Barcelona, funnily enough, because of football manager. So I love both of these guys. Yeah. But football manager, but for different reasons, what they've done on the field. The one thing I'll say, the one thing that, like, if you would have asked me a year ago, my answer would have been Ronaldo, mm-hmm. right? Today, now, the way this last year with Ronaldo's gone, and with how he's being with this Man United situation, I think it's putting a strike on him a little bit. Yep. And I I've think al- it's messy I've, now. I've, I've also said that if he was to join Atletico Madrid, that it would also mess up his le- legacy. So mm-hmm. there's there's a lot going. I mean, I mean that that's a conversation that we can we can go on forever. But yeah, the way Ronaldo's ending his career is not the best. Um, and, and yo, I I I I fully agree with you. All right, I want to keep this kind of structured. So do we start with FIFA? Or do we start with football? Shout out to the homie in the chat that said Rooney his goat. My goat's Dingo because I just love the way he just made me enjoy football. Where where do you want to start, man? Do you want to let's yeah, recap? We're already in football. Let's carry All right, on. let's go football. Okay, let's go. Uh, give me your top five right now. I'll give you mine quickly. You're going to laugh because I know you hate this team, but I got City winning the league. I got Spurs coming in second. I know you're going to laugh. Uh, I got I got, uh, no, no. I got Liverpool third. And then I'm going to go ahead with uh, uh, Chelsea fourth. And then it's between Arsenal and Manchester United for fifth. Um, I think Arsenal has made good moves. Um, but if they get back Ronaldo under 10, maybe they can pull fifth. Where are you at? I, I, I also agree. City first. Um, I I also think Liverpool and Spurs will finish two and three. Oh my like, God, really, dude, it's tough with Spurs because they have made some amazing signings. Insane, like, yeah, they have. <laughs> and it's hard to say that as an Arsenal fan, really hard. But Bentancur and Kulusevski are monsters. Yeah. Um, who did they just sign? Didn't they get Richarlison? Yeah, Richarlison behind like, behind behind yeah, Kane because Kane, Kane always gets like, hurt. You, you know. And, like, yeah, like Romero is a is a great defender. Like they they like Spurs have got a good squad. They just have 
Perisic. Oh, yeah, Perisic, yeah. yeah the only yeah. thing that Spurs don't have is depth. Yep. So now that they're in Champions League and they're going to be in some cups, like as soon as they get some injuries or some like suspensions or things, things like that, that, that's when I think it will be the real test for Spurs. Liverpool are kind of in the same boat. They've got an insane first team but they don't have too, too much depth. And I know there'll be some like Liverpool ultras in here. They're like, but what about like this 17 year old kid? That's the next guy. No, Liverpool have got good players. Losing Mane is a big hit for them. And he mm. is like, I, I think because of Salah, Mane gets kind of like disregarded, but he was, he was superb. Yeah. I think you're a little bit wrong with fourth. I think Arsenal are going to get into fourth. I think I Chelsea that. will be fifth. And I think uh, United, sorry, are going to be sixth. I don't think United are going to have a good well, season. I will, I will say this. If Chelsea don't start pulling, they're in trouble. They lost out Conde. They lost out Rudiger. They're, not, they're, they're supposedly Timo Warner's on his way out. Lukaku yeah. already left. They're not, really make, yeah, yeah. they're not really making the right strides to to fix that. So I, I could definitely see Liverpool dipping under Arsenal and United if they, if they don't start to really make some, some moves well, for Chelsea. I mean, but with that being said, I want to jump back to, to, first of all, Spurs. What puts me so high on Spurs is how good Conte is as a manager. I think he's a fantastic manager. Yeah. And then and then this the second thing for me with Liverpool is this. I don't know what it is, but that football on that side of the world is just not people just okay, so Messi wins Copa America and people automatically throw him in the Ballon d'Or conversation, right? Mane makes a Champions League final, wins the African Cup of Nations, knocks out Egypt to make the World Cup, and people still don't want to put him top 5. Yeah. It's and, mad. Yeah, I think they lost a top five player. And that's why I think, okay, Darwin's a good player, but is he replacing a top five player in the world right now? No shot, right? Uh, so that's where I think City takes the league because, you know what I mean? They they kept their Kevin De Bruyne and Liverpool loses Mane. And again, it might be an L take, but when I look at Mane and Salah, I equally have them high, dude, in the top fives. Yeah, and and, and again, when, when it comes to like, like the personality of the player, like Salah has that like, pettiness in him doesn't he that like give me the ball i'm going home kind of attitude whereas Mane is just a great team player and i, I think Bayern are going to be an extremely strong squad even with losing lower i think Bayern are going to dominate this season because they have got a big team now i i honestly think supposedly from what i've been reading in, in the portuguese papers is this ronaldo doesn't want to stay at manchester united because of supposedly his wife doesn't want to be in manchester because that's where she lost her baby yeah now you're, you're you're a father I, I don't you know how what yeah you, you could see i i'm not there i don't have kids yet so i don't know how emotionally damaging that would be to be in a city where you lost your baby but supposedly she doesn't want to live in england anymore or manchester because of that so if you were buying because you brought them up would you get because they're saying ronaldo could go on loan for a season yeah. would you see would you get him on loan if you were buying 100 yeah same. Bundesliga, where there's so many goals scored anyway, Ronaldo like well, he'll he, destroy that league. Yeah, yeah. Will. After after Lewandowski leaves, you get yourself a nine. I think that's the perfect scenario for him. Yeah, but I suppose he showed up at training. But yeah, man, you United's in, in a tough place. There's a few teams that are really in a tough place. I will say this: How close is United to becoming? I don't mean this in a negative way, but the next Arsenal. Because, you know, Arsenal went through a little bit of a run there where it was kind of got embarrassing for them, you know? Yeah, yeah, it did, yeah. And, and one of the guys there was like, oh, L take, like, you don't know Ten Hag. He's going to have United doing this and this and this. What I think a lot of people are expecting is, okay, Ten Hag's a great manager, mm -hmm. but Ten Hag cultured a squad. Mm -hmm. He didn't inherit a squad. Like, these, these Man United players, 
even if they do, even if like, you know, if, if, if Rashford comes in and he's like, do you know what? I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. Mm-hmm. He's not going to start doing it overnight. It's going to take time for him to Agreed. train the right, right way, to be coached the right way, to learn the tactics, to learn the methods. That even if Man United, the current group of players do get playing under Ten Hag's way, it's going to take nine to 15 months, just like it did with Arteta at Arsenal. Yeah. Arteta got time to stamp his style, to sell off all of the trash, to bring in the players that he wanted for his system. Mm-hmm. And I know it's only preseason, and I do really do take into consideration that preseason means nothing in the grand scheme of things. But we have been lights out good preseason. And yeah. I'm so excited to watch us play. Whereas you look at Man United, and they were celebrating beating Liverpool's under 23 C team. You know, it's like, yeah. it's well, here, bad, man. Here's what I'll say about 10. I think 10's a fantastic manager. But I, th- I think the Premier League's a different animal. And I don't think the Premier League is a different animal because it has great teams in it. I think the Premier League is a different animal because even on Christmas, you're playing football. Yeah. There's no breaks in England. So you need to take this squad where, in my opinion, United already has a really lack of depth, right? Yep. Now you, Ted needs to program these 11 players to play his style of football that played at Ajax and then get them to do it on Sunday and then on Wednesday and then, well, for them on Thursday now. But even Tuesday and Wednesdays, when it comes to FA Cup and all these other competi- competitions, it's going to be tough for one season for Manchester United to go from what they were to what they are. I will say this. I think... Manchester United's board is worse than Arsenal's has been in the last few years because not putting an actual manager in place to get them Champions League football at the end of last season, because they could have easily got Champions League, dude. They threw away so many points throughout that season. You know what I'm saying? Last year, like when you really think back to last season, they if they would have just hired somebody to actually manage that squad, they probably get Champions League football and they're not in this situation where Ronaldo wants to leave and all this stuff. So I think United's board might be the worst in all of the Premier League, dude. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's just, it, it, it is what Arsenal went through, right? Like Stan Kroenke and the the American owners, you know, obviously United got the Glazers. Like, I, I think this year, I, I think for, for Arsenal specifically, it, like, it was like Arteta and Edu were just like, look, we do it our way or we don't do it at all. And that's what Ten Hag has to be like. He literally has to be like, you. if you're taking me, here is what I want. If you won't provide that, I'm not coming. And it, it, even then, it will still take one to two seasons, maybe three, for him to get what he wants. But we can't be, and I'm saying this as an Arsenal fan that wants Man United to suffer, you know, but we right. can't be three months down the line when they've had a hit and miss start of the season. Oh, Ten Hag out, Ten Hag out. No, you have to give him time and lots of time. Otherwise, you might as well just go and get Ollie, Ollie back and just be like, yeah, let's just ride the waves. Yeah, honestly, at, at this point, I think they, I, and I was one against it, but they probably should have rolled it out with Ollie because he probably have them in Champions League football. But, you know, with all, with all that being said, I guess we could jump directly into the next conversation. Do you have Arteta as a top five Premier League manager? Over, over his time, over his like uh spell there do you see him with all the managers in the prem is he in the top eight the top five top three where do you have him i i'd say top five is probably fair at the moment yeah Who i think obviously pep and klopp are ahead of him right um conte has to be conte is definitely there as well um and and then like then you've got then there's probably like three four five managers that are all in contention it and the reason why i think top five because you got to have the Chelsea manager. 
he has to be in that that club Chelsea manager club. Uh, uh what Tuchel? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah see, yeah. I don't, I don't think Tuchel is a top five Premier League manager. Really? Because he couldn't win the Champions League with PSG. He couldn't win the league with PSG when Lille won it. Okay, but hear me out, hear me out. He took PSG to a Champions League final and then the next year won the Champions League with Chelsea. That's pretty serious. Yeah, that, yeah, it is. But but then you look at what's going on at Chelsea now and you're like, all this unrest in the dressing room. All these okay. players that are leaving. He's not bringing players in. Sure. How how good of a manager is he if he can't even get the players that he's like going after? But but is but is he was he dealt one of the worst hands because his ownership was involved with the whole Russian Ukraine war? That's a really hard hand to be dealt. Yeah 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 you do have to take into consideration to be fair yeah it's it's a tough one um, yeah it's a tough one man so I, I think yeah, I got I, 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 I agree with L Dog there right speaking on Premier League only to show hasn't really done anything and so if we're talking Premier League managers. Yeah. Okay, Arteta hasn't really done anything in the Premier League either, to be fair. But the reason why I put Arteta there is because Arteta has spent some years under Pep. And Pep is the best manager in the Premier League right now. Oh, if maybe, we're, if, maybe if, Klopp, maybe Klopp. Like, no, if, if we're speaking just Premier League, Guardiola's the best. He, he's been rinsing yeah. the Premier He's changed the Premier League, in my opinion. Like, when the amount of points you have to put up to win the league now is, is insane. Uh, yeah. Since Guardiola and Klopp have got there. So if we're talking... In the Premier League, I, I would say 100% it's Klopp's the best manager in the Premier League. If we're speaking world football, I got Klopp over Guardiola. Nuts to say, but man, Klopp, uh, Klopp makes the Champions League final like almost every season, dude. Yeah, no, and it's hard, it's hard to disagree with. It is. It is it's, Klopp, it's just so interesting it's looking hard. at your chat. It's hard because <laughs> this, this is the thing that I say about Klopp, right? Klopp has proven it with smaller... He did great works at Dortmund, right? Yeah, done, oh, 100%. Guardiola yeah. hasn't proven anything without Messi, Guardiola, Xavi, and Iniesta, except for proving that he could dominate the Premier League, but with the best team in the Premier League. It's true. He went to Bayern... Hold had on, I the, think it was Kyle for me. No shot, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? There's Can no you shot. hear me? Wait, am I back? Tell me I'm back. Hello? I can't hear you, man. Wait, oh, there you, you go. You're back. Now I can he no, I can't hear you again. Wait, can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah. Am I good? Yeah, yeah, you're right now. I don't. It must have been Discord tripping out. Okay, all right. Hear, hear me out for one second. Pep had one of the craziest Bayern teams we've ever seen. Yep. Robin Ribery yep. doesn't win Champions League. He goes to City, has potentially the best team in Europe, doesn't win Champions League, and he's only been able to win Champions League with a Barcelona team that arguably is the greatest eleven to ever play football. Yeah. So when you really think about Guardiola, what has he done? For me personally, and we, I, like, I don't want to get too deep in this conversation, I, I, think, I think when it's between Klopp, Guardiola, and let's say you throw Mourinho or keeping Alex Ferguson out of this, I think Mourinho was better than all of them. Because I think Mourinho proved to win a Champions League with a team that was like, like irrelevant. when it Like, do you want with Porto and a Europa League? Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what I think about Mourinho, right? Like, I, 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 would, also, I would also agree Mourinho is probably... Well, let me just say one thing. He won the Europa League with with this Manchester United. Yeah. Go but, on. Now, well, what he you won saying? the Europa League with Porto, right? And then the Champions League the next season with and, Porto, right? And then the only manager to win silverware pretty much with this Manchester United. Yeah. And then he's done bits with Roma as yep. well. Yeah. What I like about, what, what I hate and like about Mourinho at the same time is his ego is bigger than everybody else's in the dressing room. Yeah. And 
That is exactly what Guardiola and Klopp don't have. And that is why I think Guardiola hasn't won a Champions League outside of that Barcelona team. Because, like, he doesn't have that, like, I am the fucking boss. Yeah. Like, Mourinho's, sorry for Australian, Mourinho's got that whole, no, you can switch uh, I, will, I will literally cut you from this club forever if you don't do what I tell you to do. Yeah. And I think players respect that a lot. You know, if Guardiola had that, I think he would be the greatest manager ever to touch this planet Earth. I'm going to tell you why. He, Guardiola, Mourinho's only above Guardiola to me and even like Klopp because he just outthinks himself. Like at that Barcelona team with that 11, he couldn't outthink himself because even if he gave him a bad tactic, Xavi and Iniesta would fix it. Yeah. They were so good. Yeah. They were so good. They're like, oh, maybe he got this wrong. I can do this myself. And yeah. they were so good. That that year when they played Chelsea in the Champions League final, that was their year, bro. They they should have won that year. That that was they, they remember he like changed the tactics. I think he didn't play Rodri or something. He did something. I can't remember what he did in that final, but he completely because remember they lost to Chelsea in like a the FA Cup final or something. They yeah. lost somewhere, and then he went yeah. a week later and changed everything up and just completely got it wrong. But all right, I see what you're saying. So you got Arteta in top five for you. I I, I do believe so. Yeah. All right. I mean, I can't. I'm. I. I I'm I am not an Arsenal gonna, fan, you know. So I don't yeah, like. It. It's, it's, I, it, like that's what I was gonna say. Like your chat is like very. Uh, like so many people are like, oh, 100 percent facts. You're just speaking facts, and then the next guy's like, zero ball knowledge, and it's yeah. like, they, like you know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's like the, it's, listen, the, it's, it's the internet. Everyone dude. just has their opinions, don't yep. they? Like 100. percent that, That's what I'm saying. Like again, so many people view the Chelsea manager high, and I, for a while there, I viewed him very high because to take that PSG team to a final and then take Chelsea and get a win a Champions League. That was that was pretty impressive. But um, yeah, man, for me in the Premier League, Guardiola is the best Premier League manager. If we're talking Europe, it changes. Premier League. When you talk about right now, Guardiola, right? Because best Premier League managers of all time, like Alex Ferguson, Anger, Ferguson, yeah, yeah. Like, but let me ask so you. A question. I would say Ferguson is is the number one. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you this though: If you take just what he's done in the Premier League, is Guardiola up there with Alex Ferguson and 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 Wenger and all that? With what so, he's yeah, done, I reckon so because me too. He, like, me too. What, what did they get? One hundred and one points that one season. Yep, yep. Like, come on, man! Like, you're you're just no, nobody has done that before. Like, even yeah. when it was like forty games or forty two games, yeah. nobody's done that. No one's can, done that before. So, can we call him a league merchant or no? <laughs> I don't know, is, man. Is he, he does a win a lot of cups as well, doesn't he? Just not the Champions League. My man might be a league merchant. Oh. Maybe that's what Guardiola is. A league, I don't know. It, 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 it's an interesting one. Um, how do you feel about our, uh, our Arsenal's uh, uh, squad? Oh, man, I'm loving it right now, man. Like, yeah. we're still in, in the running for a few players, but we've got a lot of depth. Like, for the first time in about three years, mm -hmm. we get an injury. It's not like, oh, God, Chambers is our backup or, you know, oh, God, this guy that's, I don't know, I can't even, like, Tavares is our backup. Like, now we've got... Okay, if we get an injury, we've got some some good players in there, you know. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited about this season, man. I really am for the first time in a long time. I hope that we, if as long as we start right and get a good amount of points, you know, first four or five games, if we're coming away with sort of like ten to twelve, maybe thirteen points, I think yeah. we're going to be in for a great season there. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very religious person, but you know, y'all turn to Jesus, not the Jesus, but a Jesus. What do you think about hey, him? He, he has been insane. Yeah. Insane in preseason. Like, I've, I'm, I, I liked him anyway, like, mm -hmm. at City. And I thought, I thought it was always weird that, you know, when they were struggling for forwards, that they was putting, like, Gundogan in that, like, false nine role instead of Jesus, the striker, and they kept playing him on the wing. Looking at him in training, and, like, I, like I've 
like followed this guy on uh, Twitter and he like links loads of like training vids and stuff like that. And uh, man, he just he just looks so sharp, man. He just looks so good. Oh, I made a bold prediction, right, on my stream, right? Mm. Somebody asked me how many goal contributions do I think Gabriel Jesus will get in his first season at Arsenal? Just in the Premier League. And uh, like, I'm telling you, this would be bold and, and we can revisit this in, a, in like nine months' time and either laugh at me or, or call me the new Jesus, right? But I think he's going to get 35 goals and assists in the Premier League this season. I mean, he, he, he got that Guardiola training, man. I, I could see it. He's a good player. He's a fantastic player. By the way, if you guys don't know, if you're listening and on, 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 on Apple Music or Spotify, if you don't know who this is, this isn't a pen face. It's N-E-P-E-N-T-H-E-Z. You can find him TikToks, the YouTubes, all over the place, man. He's been making content forever. Um, But that's a bold prediction. My bold prediction was that the Champions League final would see Barcelona in it. That was my bold prediction. I truly can see Barcelona versus City in a Champions League final after picking up someone like Lewandowski. Very, very bold, bold, bold. But I actually want to switch to Holland. But before we switch to Holland, I want to say this. A lot of people saying, where's Jay? Jay's my brother. He's usually a co-host on this TikTok. He just got a root canal. And um, I guess his mouth got a little bit infected. So it's kind of swollen. So man can't really speak or something like that. That's the information I've been getting in from my mother. So mother skills says that uh, Jay's out of commission at the moment. Um, but yeah, man, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be back on uh, Stick Talk very, very soon. So we'll jump. You talked about Gabriel Suze. You say 35 goals. Holland, what's up? No, goals. Goals and assists. And assists. Goal okay, contribution. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. How, where do you got Holland, bro? Like this guy, I feel like he's going to eat. Oh, man. I, listen, I love Haaland, right? I, like, I love Haaland. And I love Mbappe because they're the new Ronaldo and Messi, aren't they? They're the new, yeah. like, the new guys, right? Yeah. I am so worried hmm. that Haaland is going to spend a lot of time injured this season. Like, I think he already has an injury from, like, preseason. And it's like, it, the, the way... It, you, you see when he runs, when he puts the foot down like the stadium shakes. He just yeah. runs with like power. Yeah. He just shoots his legs to bits. And like, he's so fast and so powerful. Like, I don't know. I don't know in a physical league. I just don't know if he's going to spend too much time on the field, honestly. Yeah. But I, I think when he does play, I think he's going to be all sorts of record breaking. The one thing I will say, if he does get injured city, in my opinion, they picked up an absolute monster in that, um, What's his name? Uh, oh, um, uh, Argentinian kid. Alvarez, from, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's so they, good, man. Yeah. They, they picked up a stud there. So if Holland does, letting, letting Gabriel Jesus go was beautiful for them because the, like he wasn't going to see much playing time, yeah. especially with these guys coming in. So it, it was a win-win situation for Arsenal and Newcastle, man. It was it was, it was was perfect. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Who do you see really getting relegated? I, I, I can't even tell you, honestly. You think Newcastle's in that battle again? They were in there for a while. I don't think so. No, they no, no. They Newcastle's good. too good now. Yeah, um, they look good. I, I definitely think Bournemouth are going to struggle. Yeah. Um, I think they'll go down. I think, uh, let me get a look at the... Uh, for Forest came up, correct? You see them staying yeah, up? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think Forest will stay up. Although they have made some good signings, to be fair. They, they pulled up a good few players. But yeah, I think Bournemouth are going to struggle. I think Forest will struggle. Fulham could struggle. They just came up. Marco Silva's a pretty good manager, though. He's the, I, he did bits with them. I tell you who I think my struggle is Everton, man. Everton really? have got a bad team right now. They lost Richarlison as well, who saved them so much last season, and they've been struggling in preseason as well. I think Everton could be uh, be the third team. When we talk about Everton, as like because when I was growing up, Everton were all right. 
when you talk about Everton as like a Premier League team, do you have them like with like where do you have them? Yeah, aren't they? Uh, we're talking like post World War stats here. Yeah. I think it's only Everton and Arsenal that are the two teams that have never been relegated from the Premier League. So they're a massive the club division. Would you say they're oh, massive? I, I think they are, no, I think they are a big club. Yeah, I think they're a massive club. Yeah. So, so this what they're going through is nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just man, it's weird, man. It's so weird to see so many teams that like, oh man, this is. I know this is completely off topic, but. Uh, this is being recorded on July 26th, and you guys might, you know, it's the beginning of the season come out. Did you see how Roma presented Dybala? Nah. Dude. Can you believe that they got Dybala? Like okay, yeah, but dude, they filled up a city as if they won the league. The fans came out. Dude, he's sitting in a podium. No, he's sitting in the middle of the city, and the amount of supporters that came out to see this man like in his it was nuts like it's as if like the team won the league bro i've never in my life seen it you got look it up dude you have to look this up if you guys are listening you have to look it up there they came out they were chanting flares were popping they had thousands and thousands of people in the middle of the city yo that's passion like i, yeah. I mean roma's a massive club though isn't it oh they are yeah massive yeah, dude, club. dude they, they, they i mean they've got some of the all-time greats under there their belt, haven't they? Yeah, that, like someone said in the chat, it looked like an it looked like a concert. It, it it was just absolutely insane, and he's just sitting there. And I wonder what this does for Dybala as a player. Because do you? Yeah, I feel like he's one of the biggest flops ever. Oh, I would agree with that. I was as you were talking, there, I was thinking like, man, isn't it weird? Like he was like that wonder kid that everyone expected yep. to just become the next best, and he just never quite did it. And the the tough thing for him was. When Ronaldo joined Juve, mm -hmm. he became second fiddle. And when Ronaldo left Juve and you thought, okay, this is his time to shine. They're like, oh, Vlahovic, come on in, pal. And then he yeah. was second fiddle again. And it's like, man, how can you do that to, to the guy that, you know, give, give him that chance, give him that opportunity to be that, that guy. But yeah, I mean, he got enough game time to show himself for sure. And, it, you know, I, I think the he, has, he has those flashes of brilliance, doesn't he? But he just needs to provide more. The three big flops for me that I that I can remember since I've been watching football is Dybala, which he still has a chance to recover. Pato and Rubinho. Remember Rubinho that went to Madrid? I think he's in jail, mate, yeah. I think he is in jail, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to think, because I don't consider Lukaku a flop because he, he did bits at Inter and he had a good spell, in, uh, kind of a good spell in the Prem at times. Would you consider Balotelli one of the biggest flops? That name came up. And I don't, see, I don't think he's a flop because of football reasons. I just think he's somebody who struggled off the field more than you, on the field, you know? You mean when he had his, you know who Speed is, the guy that's kind of blowing up on the internet? He had his Speed moment where he kind of lit a firework in his house. You remember yeah. that? He lit a firework in his bathroom. Yes, like, and I mean, you look at Balotelli now, like, did you see the, the goal he scored on the last day of the Turkish League season? My man hit a Rabona through the keeper's legs, man. Like, like they really? literally did like seven stepovers in a row and then did a Rabona and scored. And it's like, I, when you see when you see that, like, I, t I tell you the defining moment for me that Balotelli kind of really fell off was when he tried that back hill roulette goal and just butchered it and then got subbed straight off. I think it might have been Pep that subbed him off because he was playing for City at the time. And uh, after that, I think Balotelli became a little bit of a laughing stock and just never recovered. And I think, I think the public and people's opinion of him impacted mm. him greatly. Yeah. How, how long has Pep been? Now that I think about it, he had Bal How long has he been there? 
against who? Oh, there he goes. Mancini against LA Galaxy. Pep's been there a fair few years, isn't he? Like, what, five years now? Did Pep coach Balotelli? Maybe, Maybe not. Maybe not. It might have been Mancini. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, I, th- I think it might have been Mancini. But yeah, he's. I think. I think. I think Pep's been there for like a hot minute. Yo, we're, we're gonna transition into a little bit. Of, we're gonna still talk football. But we're gonna transition into uh, a little bit of FIFA. But real quick, I do one more time. Got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor, uh, Dave Banking. Um, you can download uh, the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's uh, D A V E. You can sign up for extra cash, account, extra cash account to get five hundred dollars instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you. So, um, real quick, man, uh, we're going to transition into FIFA a little bit. Before Let's, we do, somebody said in your chat, and I just yeah. I want to I want to address this Hit as it. like a, an in general question, right? He said, Neymar yeah. got rich and stopped trying, right? Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. And everyone has their different reasons for doing the job that they do or the work that they do. But one of your primary objectives, your job is to make money. Yes. And so, when you've made enough money, yes. you stop working. Yes. So, and so although it's like football, it's a bit different. Can yes. you really blame him? A, a kid from Brazil who had no chance in life, really, yes. has become multimillionaire from playing football. Who cares? If he's still trying. <laughs> here's, here's the truth. If Neymar, if you watch the Neymar podcast, it seems like him and his crew around him care more about his brand than football, it seems. But regardless of that, uh, th- this came up yesterday in, in, in uh, my, my stream, and this is a really important thing. Someone said to me that the dream is bigger than the money when it comes to footballers. Do you believe that? Because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reply to you like this. I believe that's a lie. Because... When you sign for Barcelona and Madrid, yeah, it's the dream and it's the pinnacle of football, but there's the most money there too. Those yeah. contracts are not small contracts. And that, that's exactly it. And, and I do believe that some people want almost both and some people want the fairy tale more than they want the money. Mm-hmm. But nobody goes to like a club and is like, yo, you don't even have to pay me. I've already got enough money in the bank. I'll just, I'll just do this for free. Yes. So the, the, reason, the reason I say this to you is because Hazard, Hazard was making bank at Chelsea. He didn't need to get another bag. He had a bag. And he was probably the greatest player in the Premier League. He goes to Madrid where the bag is probably a little bit more, maybe the same, and then he just gives up. Because for him, I think the dream was Real Madrid. I don't think it was the money. And when he finally got to Madrid, he was like, okay, but now what? A lot of people have that in life, right? Let's say yeah. like you, you start working out at the gym, you're going for your goal, you hit your goal, and then you're like, now what? And you know, yeah. a lot of people hit that plateau of now what? I think Hazard's going through that stage and his now what was kind of what I do on a Saturday night at two o'clock in the morning, the McDonald's drive-thru to see if I can get me some chicken nuggets. And I think that's what what drove him. But yeah, man, it is the dream bigger than the money. You know what I mean? Well, and and here, here's something that no matter where you are in life, there's mm-hmm. people worse off than you and people better off than you, right? True. But when you get to a new stage in life, whether that's up or down, it becomes normalized. Mm. So when you're Hazard and you're earning whatever, a million a week, to everybody else, that seems like you would work 26 hours a day for that if you had the opportunity. But when it becomes your normal, all of a sudden, somebody will be like, oh man, you're earning a million a week. Yeah, I know. Like, so like, I earned a million last week too. This isn't special anymore. So how do you get that next, like, all right, I need something new. Like when you've got that much money, as, as much money as these footballers have, you know, the Ronaldo's, Messi's, and Neymar's, and Hazard's and stuff, when you've got all the houses and all the cars and 
everything that money could buy you have. Yeah. What then? Well, that's 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 why I can openly tell you that I believe the Ronaldo situation is not about money. It's the dream. The dream of being the top yeah. goal scorer. The dream of breaking records. For Messi, I believe Messi's career slowed down because his dream was Barcelona. That's the yeah. only vision he had. And when they ended that vision, I think for him, football became a little bit blurry. And that's why he didn't really succeed that much at PSG. Because what are you playing for at that point, bro? You've accomplished, like PSG for him was no disrespect. It was going backwards. He, he was still brilliant at PSG though. And and I think- uh, But not, not uh, Barca Messi. He was good, but he wasn't Barca Messi good. No, he, he wasn't. But I, I do think that's because PSG on- the best team like I, I know you know i know they're in a farmers league and when they beat certain teams like seven or eight nil it's like oh my god psg you're insane and i know that they buy the best players or you know get the best players that they can in the world but as we've seen you know i don't know if you remember the um the real madrid team or like when they had like figo and zidane and stuff like yeah, or they yeah, called yeah. the um uh, Gal- galaxy galaxy yeah the galacticos and there were some seasons where they were just genuinely awful but they had the best players on the field, right? Mm-hmm. And I think PSG suffer a lot with that. And and again, it, it comes down to a lot of like motivation, right? How yeah. can you be motivated when you're up against like Stade Brestois? Like you could turn up at half speed and still win the game. How do you get motivated for that? And so I think that Messi came to a team, like left a team that was motivated every single game. Yeah. And came to a team that just didn't have that attitude. And I think that was difficult. And I, I, I believe this season you're going to see a PSG that are destructive and a Messi that is destructive because he's got to insert his like mannerisms and himself on that team. And I, I bet this is the sort of thing where it's like, oh, she, Messi's staying up after training for an hour to do this, this, and this. Yeah. All right, I'm going to do that too. And I think now you're going to see Messi and PSG dominate the French League. I would agree with this. But my thing is this. You don't have Sergio Biscuits. Let me explain. That back line for me is overrated. I don't think Marquinhos is one of the best center backs in the world. Because one of the best center backs in the world doesn't pass the ball into the middle of the field for Benzema to score an empty net to get kicked out of the Champions League pretty much. That's not the best. You know what I mean? The guy beside him, they got Kempembe, they got this. They, I don't think their back line is good enough. Nuno Menz is great. He's a great player creatively going forward. But he's the best left back defensively. I don't see them good defensively. In the middle when Messi loses the ball and Mbappe and Neymar are lazy and don't want to run back. Because let's be honest, when you're those three stars, you ain't going to run back like that. When those guys lose the ball, do you have a good enough defensive mid that's not called Danilo Preda? Or, or, you know what I mean? That's going to break up play for you and keep you in games. I don't think PSG is structured good enough to win a Champions League. I see PSG in the same way, like, kind of to kind of, like, I know this might, like, but here in the U.S., we have a team called, like, the Brooklyn Nets, right? They signed Harden. They signed Kyrie. They signed KD. And it's a bunch of attacking players, but you ain't got no defense, bro. And without defense, it's really hard for you to win a championship. So I believe Messi could turn up. But I don't see them being better than, uh, because again, the last couple years now, what have we seen in the Champions League? Liverpool lost the Champions League because their defense choked and Real Madrid were better defensively. Chelsea beat City playing defense. City's defense wasn't good enough. They beat them in the Champions League final because their defense wasn't good enough. PSG went the final against Bayern and PSG attacked Bayern. They were the better team. They probably should have won the Champions League, but Bayern defensively were better. 
Got them on the counter, boom, knocked them out. Defensively is what's winning Champions League, Champions League right now, and I don't see PSG champion uh, strong enough defensively. I just don't see yeah. it. Yeah, very, very potentially. I will say, however, but they did just sign Delict, who yeah. I think is uh, is a wait, massive signing. Wait, Delict went to Bayern, no? Oh, sorry, it was Bayern. Yeah, yeah. Bayern, Bayern, Bayern. Of, yeah. No, who did yeah. they? They just signed. Um, I know they're trying to move Kempembe. That midfield guy. I'm just trying to look at their. Oh, Vitinha. You know him. Like, I, I think, did he used to play for Porto? I think. Yeah, but I'm gonna keep like, it a full he, stack with good. you. Yeah, Mukiele. That's who I was thinking of. They just signed Mukiele. Um, and they signed. Vitinha, I think they might but, be losing. Uh, Kimpembe, like they're happy for him to go, right? To so, go, yeah. Um, and I think this season, and, yeah. and again, one of the things, yeah, they're going to try to sign screen here, but I think one of the things that will be big for them this year that they didn't have last year is that they're going to have a number one goalkeeper, not two goalkeepers that they're interchanging. Yeah. Because you know how hard that must be for the goalkeepers and for the defenders? Well, where did Navas go? They doing. leave? They leave? He hasn't left yet, but Donnarumma's, he is, he is going to be out on his way out, but Donnarumma's going to be the number one. Going yeah. forwards. Yeah. It, it, like, like, like I said, dude, it, it, it's just one of those things for me where defensively they got to sort it out. And I, I look around the leagues and I think to teams that can win the Champions League, when I think about a team that can actually win the Champions League, I think Barca got really, that Arrojo kid's really good. Now they got Conde. You look at Liverpool with VVD and I suck with his name, man. Uh, Conete. Conte, yeah. That guy's insane. Matip as well, man. Matip's so good as well. I know. They have a great back line. You look at, at, at teams like this. Even Chelsea, what they did going out and picking up Koulibaly. Like, with yeah. teams like this are de being, they're just so strong defensively, dude. And uh, City obviously have Ruben Diaz. I think PSG, because um, PSG would have knocked down Madrid if they just played defense. If they just knew how to defend, they they yeah. Barca had no. Uh, I mean, uh, Real Madrid had no chance in that in that uh in, in that game if 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 they just would have defended. But yeah, man, I, I see where you're going with that. I, I definitely think the, the whole point of that conversation was is the dream bigger than 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 the money? But for me. I think when you make it to Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Real Madrid, Barca, the money's like, it's all close, dude. Like you're making yeah. that type of money. So it just really comes down to, um, you know, like it's so weird to me for Hazard, bro, how Hazard is completely, ah, it's so weird. I don't know, man. Anyways, we are going to transition into the FIFA conversation on a scale of one to 10. You got to look back at, yo, how much time do you have? Because this could, I, I don't want to keep you long. You got kids, you got I, I, sleep. Well, yeah, uh, enough. Uh, Twenty-three right. minutes. Still. All right, all right, all right. Um, it, it, uh, you, uh, you, uh, you, uh, give me a breakdown. Scale of one to ten. FIFA twenty-two as a whole, so not just gameplay. SBCs, market, everything. Boom. Like honestly, like a two. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a bad game, man. It's, it's a bad game. Is yeah, it the it worst we've game. ever seen? Is it the worst? Yeah. For, for me, it is. Yeah. Because oh, the, the, the gameplay now is 100% the worst ever. Yeah. Um, so, and the problem is because we got so many more juice cards, the power curve changed so quickly, but everybody has 99 rated teams. So because 99% of the people let the AI play for them, they have perfect AI. Mm -hmm. And so it just, yeah, it, I don't know. I don't like the game at all. So for me, this, this is what I will say about it. FIFA 20 and FIFA 19 had very bad gameplay. But the markets were great and the SBCs and that content was fresh and amazing. And if you didn't like that content, you could go into drafts and drafts were amazing. And if you yep. didn't like that content, you, 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 you could literally trade on the game all day. Now, you fast forward to 22. 
gameplay just as bad as those games. Maybe it's a little bit better, if that, but there is no market. So trading is hella boring because you trade a 20K, you could buy a 99 rated card almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do SBCs. It's the same thing. Every single yeah. day they give you an SBC that's a repeatable once or twice. So I look at drafts are pretty muddied when you really think about what we used to have. So what has 22 done good? Because 19 and 20 had good things about them. This game, the rewards were bad. Rivals was bad. I think to myself about 22 and I go, what's one good thing that came out of this game? Because I can yeah. name good things that came out of 19 and 21. I can't name it yeah. for 20 or, or for 20. What can you name for 22? Anything? It's hard, dude. Yeah, it, it, it is hard. It is hard. Um, maybe swaps. Swaps. Swaps was maybe. But, the, but swaps was already in the game. It's like, that's the thing. Like, we, there's nothing. Token new. system? Yeah, but we've had token systems before. Right. So what what literally what came out of this game that we can go, you know what? This is something EA can actually build on. Because I think I'm gonna be honest, man. I think the one thing that carried 1920 and 21, and you might disagree with me here, but I think as much as people like this new system of people backing out in the weekend league, rewards on Thursdays and Wednesdays, whenever it came out, brought people back to these boring games. Yeah. And with that being gone, there is nothing bringing you back to this game. The reward system now is stupid. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I, I agree with what Josh says in the chat, though. The foot fantasy cards and the, all of the cards that we got, like, you know, like, obviously, once to watch his headliners upgrade, I think the foot fantasy cards were, the, were a brilliant addition. Yeah. And I think people love them so much because it wasn't just a when you have a good performance. It was like, right, you need some goals. Or some clean sheets. Your team needs some wins. It lasted over a period of time. You got massive upgrades from the back of them. Like that was a good part of the game and a new addition that I thought was good and I'd like to see more. But what's really surprising is the amount of people there that said swaps, right? That shows that we are in an extreme minority of what we want out of the game. People yeah. don't want a good game to play. People literally want a collection book. They want the ability to just get these tokens as quick as possible to yeah. get some cool packs or some cool cards, but, sit in their club and look at and be like, look at these cool packs and cool cards. But I don't know the numbers, but I've been doing this for 11 years and I look around the FIFA community as a whole and I look at, you know, uh, the big guys, the Castros, the Nepenthes, the, the run the foot market Knicks, these guys. And a lot of them are barely playing the game. And I think it comes down to how bad this market was and how easy it is to achieve everything in this game so quickly. If you also, by the way, the one good thing to come out of this game was golden goal. I, that was very, that was good. They did the golden, golden goal, goal game. Mode was good, yeah. That's very good mode. Honestly, I think they should go back to 40 games a weekend league with golden goal. That would be sick. <laughs> I'd be all right with that. Yeah. yeah. Right. How sick would that, and bring the rewards back. And since it's not, you don't qualify for the weekend for tournaments anymore. Like, like pro tournaments, bro, 40 games of weekend league, golden gold. That would be fire, bro. That's good. Let, let, let me ask you this, right? That I yeah. think rewards in general have to go. Right. Because you said to me just before we started the podcast, you've been playing a lot of Fortnite recently. Yeah. What do you get when you play a game of Fortnite? Nothing. I just want to get better. What do you, what do you get when you win a game of Fortnite? Nothing. So why do we need something for playing a game of FIFA or for winning a game of FIFA? Well, and well, and I do understand that the gameplay has to be good for yeah. it to be able to be just gameplay. But yeah. giving rewards is the way to, to 
the like paper over that crack, I don't think is the the answer because well, all that does is make people circumvent the gameplay in every way possible just to get the rewards, which I don't think is good for no, the game. I, I agree with you. I, I I agree that not everything needs to be about not everything in life do you get rewarded, but in FIFA, everything that people want to see is rewarded. I'm gonna tell you something. And I've been saying this for three years, and this is not me being like a hater on something like this, but I think what is killing this game and what is going to remain to kill this game, and I know EA Sports doesn't care because I, I say this, and obviously it's not good for brand deals and stuff like this, but they love the fact that people are addicted to share plays because it's making yeah. people be a, to see more packs. And these share plays is what's killing this game because people only care about share plays now. They just care about getting week, playing weekend league for fodder, so they can do their icon pack and then they'll they'll watch a million icon packs being open. But then once they're done watching a million icon packs being open, they turn the game off and go play Call of Duty. Yeah. And that's what this game yeah. has become. It's become let's see what people get out of a share plays. And then I'm going to go off and play a different game because, yo, like you get where I'm coming from. Like it's really become yeah. that it, it's big time. Yeah, and, and that that's where, again, I think that we're in, like, a, a really small echo chamber. I think, like, what, talking about, like, what we were talking about before about, like, earning a million pound a week becomes unnormalized. I think it, it's very normalized for us as a community mm -hmm. to get on the game, do the share play, do the pick content, and then get off the game. What I think EA have gone for and what they have clearly succeeded at because of how much money they continue to make year on year is getting that guy that gets home from work logs on has a game of fifa and then logs off because he doesn't know better he doesn't like imagine right. if like imagine you play pez right now for the first time and all you do is you just like right i'm just gonna log on to pez let me have a quick look around let me play a game and then leave you don't know that when that guy scored um uh a finesse shot from the top of the box and green timed it and like imagine if you're just a casual and you come up against someone that does that you're going to sit and think, geez, that was fucking insane. Yeah. That guy just hit his goal from there. That's so sick. What a great game. Like, you're not going to notice if he's got eight men in his box and two men on his back line because you're just, you're, it's not your normal. But because we know the flaws of this game and they've been compounded year on year and the, the content has been repeated year on year, it becomes real easy for us to see those flaws and be like, man, this game is terrible again. But from EA's perspective, they are making a great game that people generally enjoy. Yeah, well, and 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 that's that's what I. My next question to you is this: Can you name another video game outside of FIFA that it's more fun to sit on the menus than play the game? When oh, I watch when I watch Nick Merck stream, when I watch uh, Tim the Tapman stream, you know they get their lobby and they go and they're into games, into games, into games, into games. Ours now is to sit on a menu. We literally so you, play you can sit a on a menu game. for an hour yeah. and your game viewers, right? Well, that's, you you that, know how like concurrent viewers work. Like in the last 10 seconds of us talking, probably 20 people left your stream and 20 right. new people joined, right? Right. If you was on the menus, the 20 new people that join stay, the 20 other people don't leave. You just continually grow your viewership. Yep. As soon as you go into a game, everyone's like, ah, oh, screw this. I'm going to go find somebody who's on the menus. When you watch Fortnite and stuff, when that game ends, people are like, all right, let me go find someone else now. Yep. Or let me go do something. Let me go grab my drink real quick whilst he's like lobbying up. Then when they get into the game, that's when the views go up. I remember FIFA 18. I was streaming over on Facebook, one of my first Facebook streams. 
and I was trying to get, uh, I think it was like 32 wins for Elite back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you know, Facebook was a new streaming platform. The views weren't great. But by the time I got to the point where I had two games left and I needed to win them both to get, like, um, the, the Elite tier, I had, like, 1,500 viewers on a Facebook stream. And it was like, man, people just, they are here to see this because it was important. Because it's like, damn, can this guy get Elite on stream before being elite was sensationalized and now it's like oh elite who gives a damn you need to go like max wins otherwise no one cares people gave a damn now if i play for elite or like for 14 wins or 16 wins where you get that first like guaranteed team of the season pack people just could not care less yeah so that i was down in texas and i was uh me and castro were sitting at a restaurant and notice every time i tell a castro story we're eating Anyways, me and Castro are sitting down in a restaurant. Boom. Or, you know, he sees a tweet and the tweet shows how the rewards are going to be for the next coming FIFA 23. And it's going to remain the same. He looks at me. I look at him. We both without anything go, this is ass. Because that feeling of the 30 and O's and the 20 and O's and the actually watching yourself get better was low-key kind of fun and it's had some people actually caring about gameplay the truth is now if you look around the fifa community the biggest content creators they're doing share plays yeah the biggest streamers they don't go into games and when they go into games the viewership goes down and i understand why because the game is trash but you look around you can't you you, you can't find you know a a, a guy that is absolutely slaying it on Twitch, on YouTube. That's just the gameplay guy. The guy that I would say is probably the still the biggest for, you know, gameplay guys. Because I would say, like, we're RTG guys and stuff like that. Hashtag, Har- um, hashtag Harry. When he drops, like, a gameplay video, it still bangs. You know what I'm saying? But Harry's somebody that, like, he's so entertaining and he's so good on the game that he deserves more. Like, when you yeah, think but- about him... He, that guy should be getting like five, six hundred k a video because he's so entertaining on, on the game. But it, but again, it's not about the gameplay. Yeah, and and the reason why it's not about the gameplay is because for the most part, everybody that watches us and everybody that plays FIFA loves football. And what we have as a video game is not a representation of football. Yep. So how can you enjoy watching it? And and people will say, well, what about Danny Aaron's? And I will reply to you by saying, if you look at Danny Aaron's videos, they first have share plays in them. Most yeah. of the time he does like 11 share plays decide my team. So now you've brought the audience through the share play. But when you get there, Danny Aaron's is such a quality entertainer that you yeah. stay for the gameplay. This is what I'm trying to explain to people. Most things are now being sold in the community through a share play or through some type of pack or through some type and, of. And let me give you a perfect example of that, right? Draft glory. I've been doing drafts for so much time and it's hard to get views on drafts because the way the YouTube algorithm works is it, it sees like 70% audience retention for eight or nine minutes whilst I'm building a draft and then 20% audience retention when I go into game. Because no one cares so about that. O- part. Yeah. So the overall like YouTube are like, Oh damn! Halfway through this video, people turned this off. We're not going to promote this to people. Who the right. hell wants to see a video where we're all clicking off? Right. And so I'm like, been trying my best to try and figure out how can I get people to watch gameplay. So I started doing less gameplay, and then for the 20, 30 percent of people that were there for the gameplay, yes. they're like, "Man, I love watching gameplay. Don't do this. Like, like this is what I'm here for." And you feel bad about those. So I started doing uh, like packs and putting yeah. something on the line. All right, guys, I built an icon player pick. Mm-hmm. 
every win I get, I get to, uh, a chance to save it. And then mm. otherwise, there's a discard on the wheel. Mm. I spin the wheel at the end. Maybe I get to save it. Maybe I don't. The mm. amount of people that I've had messaging saying, man, I never used to watch the gameplay, but I watch it now because there's something on the line, because yeah. you're doing something else. And guess what? It's to do with a pack, right? Yeah. So if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't care about the gameplay. And that's what it's like with like yeah. Danny Aaron's and stuff. It's like, because you've done this stuff with the share plays and with the picks and stuff, that's why they're watching the gameplay. Yeah, so I'll bring, and when if I say your name here, it's because you're one of my favorite content creators. And I, you know, and I, I respect what you're doing in the community because you're, you're absolutely banging. Danny Aaron's such a great entertainer. A lot of 100%. his videos will be like 11 player picks to side. So he, he does very, very clever content to get people there to then watch the gameplay. Pie Face. Pie Face is a pack guy. Pie Face will admit that he, Pie Face, you look at his YouTube channel, every video is a, a, a pack opening. Castro's a, a, a great FIFA player, but majority of their content is rotated around packs. Run the foot market, Nick. I would say he does a lot of gameplay. Don't get it. To, and, a, mm. and a fantastic player, by the way. He's a vet. I've played him before. He's a great player. But he's his blow up was by knowing the market, by knowing yeah. SBCs. That's what run, run the foot market, Nick. He's the market. He's the the SBCs. He's that guy. He's so smart. People that that Boris Legend, I would say, is a big gameplay guy. Hashtag Harry, a big gameplay guy. But those guys to achieve the 300, 400K a video, it's going to be nearly impossible because right now this game is not rotated around. Gameplay is what I'm trying to say. Guys, give me a WRL in the chat if you understand where I'm coming from right here. We look at the, the biggest FIFA content creator right now goes by the name of Foot Crunch. If you guys don't know who he is, go check out who he is. He's massive. His content is, this football book will decide my team. And he buys a bunch of books off of Amazon and he, boom. And now he goes and builds a team based off the books. These toys decide my team. This is not gameplay. This is creating yeah. amazing content that yeah. will then make people... Watch this boring trash gameplay. If yeah. I upload right now, 99 Ben Yetter is the goatiest card in all of FIFA. No one cares. 70, 80K views. If I upload 11 share plays decide my team, 100K views, 150K yeah. views. Dude, it's a. Uh... That's what EA's, what I'm trying to say is what, what we're saying by the content is the content shows what the community wants. And yeah. right now EA has created a game that gameplay just doesn't, 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 doesn't matter. My boy Zway is an awesome content creator around gameplay, but even him now, you'll see him so much of, of his stuff that he has to drop right now, right now is share play content because EA is forcing every content creator to go down that road. And if you don't go down that road, just like myself, we're becoming irrelevant because if we yeah. don't jump on that soon, we are going to become irrelevant. Like it, it, it's just the truth. Even though my hardcore viewership wants to see me play weekend league, even though uh, Nep's hardcore, I mean, Zway's hardcore viewership wants to see him do a 30 second intro and then do a player review. The truth is if you don't start doing what EA is forcing to these kids now, which is like these share plays and what they're rotating their game around. Yo, you'll instantly become irrelevant. Instantly. You guys might give me an L for this, but it's just, you know, I've been doing this for 11 years and I've seen, I've seen the waves from the Rota Shaw wave to, to, to the FIFA bingo wave to the yeah. uh, shout out to Andy still doing squad build showdown. He's still killing it on that. Absolutely slaying it. Um, but, but even that, 
look at him two or three years ago, a million views a video. And he should now, still be getting it. Yeah. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. Now 200, 300K views a video. Like it's because, a big difference. Because they're changing the way content is being viewed through this game of just getting people to want to watch share plays, which then help their pockets. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's all about people reloading and 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 all that. So, anyways, for me, FIFA 22, for me, a two. How about for you oh, yeah. guys, man? Everybody in the chat, get involved. Let us know if you are listening all over the place, man. We're going to end these conversations very, very soon, but we'll talk quickly about FIFA 23 and um, and uh, move from there. I'm excited for FIFA 23. I hope the game plays really good. I, I, again, I don't dislike FIFA 22. I just wish FIFA... Tw I mean, I do dislike it. I just I wish the game was rotated around actually using the awesome cards I get from my share, from, from uh, my SBCs. FIFA 23 gets Juve back. That's kind of a yes. dub. That's a dub. Yeah. I think just as a as a like parting point on uh, on gameplay and FIFA 22 and whatnot, I think for me like I abuse game mechanics as much as everybody else. Yeah, of right? course, everyone does. And that is because if you try to play football, you just get punished. And because everything is based around how much you win or how quickly you can win. The primary goal is I need to win this game, not I need to play football or I need to enjoy playing this game. Yeah. I would like FIFA 23 to implement a system that rewards people for playing the game over a prolonged period of time, not playing 100 games to get some tokens or anything like this, but just like, you know what I mean? Just like, okay, you're just playing, you just have fun. And I think Rivals got it right at the start of FIFA 22. I played a lot of rivals, even when I didn't need to, even when I'd already won the rewards, when I got the eight wins, I still just played a lot of rivals because I didn't, I, I gained things. I was still working towards that 90 win milestone and things like that, right? And it was cool. And like there were the other milestones and stuff and they were cool. As soon as the SBCs came out where it was like more efficient to do league SBCs or as soon as um some objective players came out or some some new like uh objective came out where it was like oh rivals is dead in the water now let me go and grab those 10 wins there real quick so that i can get that's when for me the game kind of like lost the ability to just be like yeah i'm i'm no longer playing this just to enjoy playing it i'm now playing it for these things they're throwing yeah. i would love for fever 23 to give us something where it's like just just let me have a mode where i can just enjoy playing against people that also just want to enjoy playing. So, so I, I, I agree with everything you said there. Now I'm, I'm going to say one more thing about 22 and then I want to, I want to move to 23, the, the market. And, and I really want you to give your insight on this. I think 22 was really, really killed heavily by the market. I'm a married man, so I can't really hear what I'm going to say. Okay. Not for me, but every time I see my chat, when uh Dua Lipa comes on, they go crazy for her. They love Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is like that girl to them, right? I'm a married man. Don't care. I couldn't even tell you what Dua Lipa really looks like. I didn't even know other girls existed is what I'm trying to say. But with that being said, let's say you're, you're a guy and you're doing everything to get to Dua Lipa. And finally you get to Dua Lipa. You're now dating Dua Lipa. You've hit the, 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 the top of Dua Lipa. Like, and Dua Lipa, if you ever see this clip, which you won't, I'm, I do not mean you're like this. I'm pretty sure you're a very nice woman. Let's say you finally get with Dua Lipa and when you get there, she has the worst personality in the world. Okay. What I'm trying to say about this, I don't even know if this makes sense. The market, everybody always wanted to achieve everything. And they thought once they achieved everything that they were going to get great finishes in this game and they were going to be good FIFA players. But now that everyone yeah. has achieved everything and they, they realize the game still has a bad personality. 
Yeah. Did this like what did it do for us, right? Did this make the game better? I think it's made the game worse. I think it's made the game actually be like, wow, man, this is what it's like to have everything. This game actually still sucks. I'm out of here. Yeah, a hundred percent. I agree with that. And it's uh I, I think just uh, on top of that, it's like everybody wanted the best team, but they didn't actually want their opponents to have the best team. Yeah. They just wanted the best team. But they can't have it without everyone else having it. So yeah, now that you've got everything you realize that it didn't make you a better player and it didn't make the game more fun playing with these super players. Mm-hmm. And so now, yeah, you're in a, you're in that position. Well, I, I think in terms of the market, EA have done this on purpose because it makes them, it, they sell fee points because of it. But you notice how almost everything now is untradeable. Yes. All the rewards are untradeable. And that's because you can't sell those on the market, which means yeah. there is an insane supply of all these cards that now people can't sell, which means that's why you go on the market now. Like you said earlier, you can get like 95, 96, 97 rate cards for like 20K, 30K, 40K. And they're like end game cards that you could use for the rest of the game cycle, no problem at all. And that is bad for everybody except EA. And, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. It just ruins the game so quickly because I think the, the reason I'm playing Fortnite right now is because I, I, I want to achieve more. I, I want to get better. I want to get, you know, in, in that sense, it'll be like, I want to get to like the pinnacle of that game and, and trying to get kills and stuff like that. In FIFA, when you get to the pinnacle of the game of getting R9 and stuff like that, you realize that it's just not, you're not rewarded. You're just yeah. not. Because even if you have R9 and you're better than the person you played, you still can lose to that person. And yeah. that's where the problem is. Like if you get good at Fortnite, usually a 1v1, you're going to win the gunfight. But if yeah. you get if you get the best team in FIFA and you're pretty good, you still could lose to an average player. And I think that what the market being low done has exposed how bad this game is, how bad the gameplay. It all goes back to the gameplay just not being good, in my opinion. And I, yeah. I think the market, I know a lot of us hate to hear it. I think the market needs to go back up. And I'm going to tell you something with the new the FIFA 23, the new chemistry styles are changing. Icons, I think, will become more and more irrelevant. With the way the start, I don't know how the stars are actually, are they calling it stars now or something? That's changing. Yeah, some of that, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of that happens. So one more thing about, now we'll jump into FIFA 23 real quick because again, I don't want to keep you too long, but you got kids and stuff, man. Um, the crossplay looked good. Looked like I was going to PC, but now PC doesn't share market with consoles. How do you feel? Yeah. Yes, it's just, uh, I, I, I genuinely don't know why. Doesn't make sense. Um, no, is it because of sense. hackers? Is it because people could hack coins and they were scared that there would be a big, like easy for like coin buyers to just move coins? Is that what there was? maybe but yeah it's it's people are saying bots bots so i was excited because i'm gonna be going back from dc to texas a lot throughout the fifa season i thought to myself man i could just play on pc and i don't have to take nothing with me i don't need a console places are hard to get i'm chilling now all of a sudden that's all changed because if i play on play on pc i might not be able to get an r9 that's wild yeah, yeah. How yeah? How mad is that? Like, I don't know what it's like on PC this year. I didn't. I didn't do a PC Road to Glory this year. But it is mad that, like, like for I think it was FIFA twenty, mm-hmm. like the first six months of the game cycle, you literally could not play draft because it was just bots farming the draft. So you would go into a game, it would immediately kick you out, and that would be it. You'd have to restart the draft. You got a loss for it just immediately, like. That's a huge issue. And now if there's no market on PC that's shared, people aren't going to all of a sudden going to transition to PC and make this like the PC market or the PC in general more populated, which means the same problems are going to be there. 
you're going to be playing games and then yeah you're going to come up you're going to be oh let me go and buy this oh no hold on there's nothing on the market like there's there's none of them there it's, yeah. it's, it's tough man it's sad it is uh my, my thing is uh, speaking on fifa 23 i think that this has to be their year because as they get away from fifa i think they need to leave the best in how do you say it? the best uh you know, like the best image in people's heads of this game. So that way when it's no longer called FIFA and it's called EA Sports, whatever it's called, FC, people are like, oh, I still want this game. You get what I'm saying? Like, I think it's yeah. important for this game to, to be good. And and again, guys, I know we bash EA a lot up here, but we bash EA because, as you can tell, me and Nep have been doing content for 11 years now or something like that. We passionate yeah. about this game, bro. We could have gone to Call of Duty. We could have gone to uh, Fortnite. We could have gone to a lot of different games. You know, there was an opportunity there when... You know, the side men were blowing up. We could have easily went to our IRL stuff. Those were our friends. We hung out with JJ. We could have easily, but we're passionate about this game. We like this game. We've been a part of this game for a long time. And and um, you know, it's it's it sucks to see that uh uh you know that EA just really really don't care at all about uh gameplay, man. In my opinion, so um yeah, man. So is there anything else we should say about FIFA 23? We talked about Juve. We talked about the 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 PC guys. Is there anything else we should touch on before? I let Nep go, um, and and uh, we go we go from there. I'm trying to think, man. Is there anything else that FIFA 23 wise? Uh, I, don't, I don't I don't even know. Uh, haven't really released that much information about it yet, have they? No, there wasn't really that much. And I, I know the market, the 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 chem styles are um, changing, right? Oh, there is one more. Uh, there is kind of no early access for FIFA 23. Yeah, I, I, I saw that and I saw a lot of people like wound up about that, but does it matter? So it comes out the 23rd if you pre-order it, correct? The 27th, yeah. right? If you yeah, like the early access and the pre-order are basically at the same time now. I, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I, that's one of the, I genuinely don't care about that. I don't know why that's a, a, a thing. I don't, I, 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 if, if somebody could explain why that's an issue i would i would love to know the the thought process behind it well why why you guys uh explain that you do do you think that we uh team of the week needs to go during for fifa 23 that is well so it, it won't though will it because just pre-order bonus is a team of the week player <laughs> so so it's staying. um yeah it's uh, uh it's staying yeah so i i don't know man and, and you think the world cup mode will be within foot right uh, yeah, I believe so. I believe from what I already understand, it's going to be downloadable content, like a free download add-on. But it's um, not, it's it, so it's going to be a whole nother mode. Yeah, I think like last year, you know how like you just go into it through Ultimate Team to get to the Ultimate Team World Cup. I, that's how I I think it so, will be. So it's going to be like the 2018 version. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, where it kind of died after like five days. Well, yeah, because of the icon stuff. Hopefully this time around, although they've got the world cup heroes things haven't they so yeah, yeah maybe, maybe maybe it's the same issue again but the, yeah. man, it, like, do, do you know what i think though like the world cup mode it lasted only like two weeks three weeks before the icons came mm. but why not have like modes like that that they put out periodically you know okay we've got a champions league mode and then after a month that closes down and you get some unique rewards for it that carry over to ultimate team then they start a brand new mode like mm. a world cup mode or euro like, do you know what i mean like people love the start of ultimate team so much Imagine having to restart on my team every four weeks 
but not actually restarting your main Ultima team, but like a side Ultima team that you right. restart that gives you something towards the main one. I think that would be sick. So so you're saying like a, a Champions League uh, mode that lasts a month and then a World Cup mode that lasts a month. Yeah. Something, something, something. I see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, and then something else. That net, or, or like whatever the promo is, you know, okay, the first promo is ones to watch. So you go into like a ones to watch mode and mm. whatever you complete or achieve during that mode, you carry some stuff back and then the next promo comes out and it's like Futmus or whatever. And then you go into a Futmus mode and then you start again with like a brand new squad and you do that. I, I, I think that would be cool. I would like that, but no, no, I, 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 I see, I see a hundred percent where you're going with that. The, 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 is the Marvel promo that's coming in 23, is that leaked or is that actually from EA? Cause I, I, I there's so many leaks now that I don't I, know. I think EA tweeted or EA put something out about it somewhere, but we know EA all too well. The Marvel promo is not going to be anything other than just some cosmetics in the store, mm. a new TIFO for your stadium, and like a ball or something. That's it. That's all it's going to be. It's not going to be. It's not going to be what we want. Where it's like, oh wow, the card on your ultimate team looks like a Marvel hero. Like that's not what it's going to be. It's just not. Yeah. I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong, but I just don't think that's going to be what it's going to be. No, no, no. I, I'm telling you, man. I, I, I agree. I, I think I thousand percent agree with you. I just don't see how you can even put. Unless like Aubameyang just like when you score with him, he pulls out the 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 Black Panther mask. Yeah, I don't, there's not enough stuff that was done with superhero type things. You get what I'm saying? Unless like yeah. didn't didn't like Royce used to have like a Batman mask or something like that. It was something like that. I think there was one time he pulled out like a Batman. I, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm, yeah. maybe, I, maybe I'm absolutely tripping, but. Yeah, man, I'm excited for 23. I'm gonna be a thousand percent. Did I say Madden or did I say did I say Madden? Why, why are people saying maybe I messed I, I, up? I maybe I messed up. Um, yeah, man, but I, I just, I, I, I'm excited for 23. I hope 23. I hope they do make some changes because I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm like an SBC hater or like, um, you know, like a, a, a share play hater or anything like that. I just think that the game rotates a little bit way too much around what SBC is coming out today. I think it rotates yeah. way. It, it, the SBCs are more important than the actual promos. You know what I'm saying? And that's yeah. like it's it's all about SBCs. This game is now. Um, and and I just don't like the whole like system of saving fodder for an SBC to rinse. And I just think it needs to be more about football. And a hundred percent, yeah. The game's just not about football anymore, man. It's it's really, 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 really not about football. We'll end this entire podcast on once again, pro clubs butt cheeks thoughts Dude. yeah from what i've seen they're not doing anything with pro clubs again next year that's mm. how sad is that man it's, it's how sad it's, is that bro it's it's so 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 sad um before we get out of here i want to one more time um thank uh dave um thank you guys so much uh for sponsoring um this episode and helping uh, pr uh produce it uh you can download uh the full audio of this podcast um, on Spotify, Apple Music, all those great things. You can watch it on YouTube. We have it up on YouTube. I want you guys to make sure to check out Nepenthes. He has a YouTube channel. You guys have to go check that out. And also, uh, once again, and one more time, a big shout out to Dave. You can download Dave app from the Apple Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for extra cash, uh, extra cash account and get $500 instantly for terms and, terms and condition. Go to dave.com slash legal. Uh, instant transfer fees apply. Down, uh, banking provided by Evolve. Member F-D-I-C. Future you will thank you. Nep. You are an absolute animal. I could talk to you for hours, man. I'm ending this because I know you got babies to watch and 
wife to go see this, this is genuinely my bedtime man i'm usually asleep by about now so crazy we used I'm to stay a, up i'm an old man man we used to stay up and tell oh hours of the nights man my boy nep's almost yeah. falling asleep can we get a w spam for big boy nepo man i hope you guys enjoy this again apple music youtube spotify you can watch it back listen back shout to uh a uh, pr uh, uh, prediction for always helping us put these things together i love you guys i appreciate y'all watching and listening to this one y'all are absolutely amazing we'll catch you in the next TikTok. bye Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.